We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 45 of Married Millennials. Happy Valentine's Day. And happy birthday, mother. Yes. Well, Mill. I call her Mill. Mother-in-law. My mother. It's her birthday, yes. On Valentine's Day, it is her birthday. Yes. She's awesome. She is. I hope you don't go to work today, Mom. And if you do go to work, you should call and tell them, like, nah, you ain't going. Granted, I went to work on my birthday, so that's very hypocritical of me to say. I tell everybody not to work on their birthday. I I just think that you shouldn't. You should just enjoy the day. I I don't know. I like I do like the idea idea. of taking birthdays off. I just. But I think you have to be smart, too. You have a big project going on. I mean, that's responsibilities. It just goes back to adulting. I just think you would say that. Take your birthday off because there are so many instances in life where you don't come first. That's just, that's life. Yeah. I would say almost every instance in life. You don't come first on most days. And I think on your birthday, you get to come first. Now that doesn't mean that everybody is going to stop their life and care about, you know, what you've got going on, but it does mean that you should take a step back and reflect and enjoy your day. That's fair. I will work on that. I didn't work on it this year, but I took the day off the day the before, day before my birthday and, the day and then after. the day after. So it was just so the way that it Yeah, the way out. it worked out right. was good. And then next year's birthday is on a Friday. And you celebrated your birthday too. It's true, like but you this, celebrated. Is, this is where it's at on birthdays. It just depends on the day. Like if it's a, your birthday's on a Friday or a Monday, I, I can understand you not going in. But if it's like a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Tuesday. My birthday was on a Wednesday last year. But yeah, and you, it's just such a random day to just. It's not my birthday. Go to work. I can't control it. Like, okay, well, my birthday. Like, and then you take a designated day off for your birthday. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. It's a treat. Do something nice for yourself on your birthday. I got to work on that. I, I, I don't do treat myself very well on my birthday. Like not, I don't treat myself in a negative way, but it's like, okay, I have things that I need to do, so I do them. Yeah, and I understand, too, that it's just an, another day. And if you feel that way, too, then then fine. But I don't know. I just I like to give it a little bit of yeah, flair, you, a little bit of Put a little bit of hope. Like, look, damn it, you're getting 364 of the other days. I'm going to take my right, one damn day. Right, where it's just me, exactly. You understand. I got you. Yeah. Got and then you. you only get a handful of those. So it's like, you know, you get 100 tops. Yeah, that's true. Out of, like, all the days you've lived. So do you. <laughs> so, Mother, saying. I hope you have a very, very happy birthday. Yes. Father, you better take care of Mom. I'm going to come over there. hoo <laughs> hoo Hit you with the you one too. No such thing. I can. You know what's funny? Dad will my beat dad. You down. No, he will not. He will no longer beat me down. I I feel very <laughs> confident about that. So my dad. You keep talking that bad. No, I I'm, <laughs> I'm, I feel very confident in this. So my dad used to have a really strong handshake. Uh-huh. He still has a strong handshake, but now like the older I've gotten and the older he's becoming. My grip is becoming better and better and better. You're delusional. I'm not delusional. You are because you're discounting the I brought you into this world strength. Like, (laughs) there's nothing that tops a parent. Like, there's mother rage and there's father rage. You're never going to top it. There's never going to be a day where it's like, oh, I've, like, beat my father. In basketball, sure. But if you were to genuinely square up and say, like, oh, like, (laughs) I'm going to fight you. Like, you're going to die that day. Yeah, that's that's very true. Granted, I would never fight my father. No, there's no reason in that is disrespectful but also i think part of being a kid is knowing 
But you know what? Can we just take a second to think about it? There are some kids in this world who have the audacity to try to fight their parents. Like, I wish that my child would have the gall. Like, if your balls are that big, that you're like, you know what? I'm going to fight my parents. Like, I'm going to throw punches or slap or call them out of the name. Like, I'm just, I'm getting, I can't even put myself in that no. position. Like, it, it's such a, a it's far so thought. disrespectful. And the thing is because. And people do it. And I don't understand how you wouldn't end up in the hospital because I, <laughs> and I'm, I'm being so honest about that. It's like, I can't fathom the amount of disrespect that a child would have towards their parents to like swing on them. I think I would black out. I don't know what I would do <laughs> in that circumstance. Like, I don't even, I'm a, I'm a fairly sane person. We always joke that like, you know, I'm crazy, whatever, but I'm not. I, but I do think that would be a circumstance in which it was like, what happened? It's like you killed Jimmy. Like, <laughs> like he swung on you and now he's like, gone. Like what goes through your mind? Like I, I really do not get it. Like how as a child do you feel like, you know what, I have this time, I'm going to test my parents. Like that's just never is going to happen. That's one of the, like the unwritten, the unwritten rules of the 5,000 that you have growing up in a black right. household. Like one of the rules I was actually talking about this weekend with one of my colleagues, you know when people come into your home, or come into a place of work anywhere and they don't speak. Yeah, that's like my number one right. pet peeve. Right. Now, you don't enter places and walk by people that you know and you don't acknowledge them. Right. And my dad was very, very big on this. Like if we ever went to someone else's home or if I had friends that came over, like you had to speak to my parents. It's just what you were taught to do. It's common courtesy. It is. And yeah. I've, multiple places I've worked, you know, people come in and I was like, you're just going to walk by and, and not speak. Like if my door is open or you want to walk by my cubicle, whatever it is, I expect you to to say hello. I don't care how your day is going. Good morning. You don't have to address me by name, but right. it's an acknowledgement of, okay, hi, hell. That's just rude as hell. Don't be rude. Yeah. I don't feel as sensitive about it as I do at home. Like if somebody, somebody were coming into my home, and not say hi, yes, I feel some type of way about it. At work, if I've seen you three times that week, you don't need to say hi the other two No, it's times. not. Like, I'm not going to go. You're not going out of their way to be like, okay, let me just go say hi to everyone who's right, in the office. But right, I'm but saying if, if there's. Past, yeah, it's, it is. It's genuinely a, rude. If there's yeah. a direct line and I have to pass all right, these different yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. and I look at you and you look at me and you just walk or I just ignore oh, yeah, as no, if you're not rude. there, like that's rude that's as hell. That's definitely rude. Okay, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's just like, who, who raised you? I think as far as, I, I, I think it does it starts in those little things, and it's it starts with manners and discipline uh, with it. Like you're not even allowed to say "shut up" to your parents, right? Hell no! It's that thing. It's you. You. There are lines that are clearly established when you're young, and people who don't have those are probably the ones who are like, "I'm going to fight my parents." But those of us who grew up with, like, I couldn't say. I remember <laughs> one time. I told my mom because I'm a hoarder, a reformed hoarder. I'm doing reformed. I'm reformed, Justin Lamar. I'm a, I'm giving, I'm putting your government out there. I'm reformed. Reformed? You're gonna go there? You're gonna say am, you're a reformed hoarder? Yes. Reformed hoarder means you no longer hoard. I don't hoard anymore. Have you noticed? What if I hoarded? I don't collect trinkets anymore. I throw tickets away to stuff. Like, I throw things away. I threw away our Beyonce tickets. Shout out to her, by the way, in the Grammys yesterday. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. But I'm just saying, I don't hoard anymore. So I'm a reformed hoarder. Okay. But back in the day, I remember we were going through our garage, and there was something like a spoon when I was a baby or something. And my mom was like, oh, look at this spoon. It was from when you were a baby. And she went to throw it away. And I grabbed it from her. 
And I went, don't you dare throw this away. My mom beat me so quickly (laughs) because I said, don't you dare. And it wasn't even, I didn't even mean it like that. I just was feeling sentimental about this spoon that was around when I was a baby. And, you know, I wanted to keep it. And I mean, I was probably like five. My mom didn't beat me. me. I should have clarified. I was like five. But but I got a spanking. Everyone should have the opportunity to live in a black household. I feel like the world would be in a much better place. If you lived just for a time right, with but black parents, we're also like raised you're, a certain way because society because the world us is on some fuck shit. Right? Like, let, let's be honest, and that's right. what I'm saying. So when you take all the privilege that everyone in life has, he's like, you know what? All that privilege was gonna smoke it out the window, yeah. and you're gonna live with black parents. Like I would love to see that for for it's got to be more than a month. It's something like oh, like spend people a week. People would be so much more. Uh, would be like they oh, would be damn. genuinely nice and respectful. Yeah, because like you have be no choice. None. You have but no also, choice. But also, I do do think that it's a, there are a lot of similarities between a Southern upbringing and uh, the black household. They're very similar uh, attributes, I would say. I mean, obviously not like the racist ones, right? But we're not going to say <laughs> the South is racist because that's not – I mean – it's not no, completely true. No, you can't, true. You can't yeah. say that. That no. is a sweeping generalization. No, and that's what I'm saying is like, so uh, excluding those households. Because I know a lot of people, when they think of the South, they will think about. That down home welcoming. Right. So it's it's that thing. And I the, even down to the food, like the food's similar. The amount of respect is similar. And they're a step higher because they're like, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. So I, I, I will say a black household or a Southern household. Yeah, everyone should have had you, it. I'll give you that. Society would be better. There ain't no facts to prove that, but I feel it in my <laughs> spirit that says society would be better. Shook? Yes. Are yes. you because you're a great a stand-up member I of society? I am a great stand-up yeah. member of society. Yes, I am. My parents raised me right. Mom and Dad, see, I love y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy birthday. So this weekend I have the opportunity to attend an event called Kiss and Tell, put on by our friend Jace Baron Sadler, uh, and it's a panel that highlights members of the LGBTQ community, and it was so enlightening. Justin was on a work trip in Oaktown, so he was... Yeah, unfortunately I missed it. I heard it was a good event. I mean, Jace always does dope stuff. Yeah. He's he wrote good a, pieces. A he's, good show, yeah. he's a good guy. Real good guy to know, so I'm actually yeah. bummed I, I couldn't and He's really event. making moves within that community, and I told Justin, I left there feeling like I learned something, because I just think, like, maybe similarly to, to if you're somebody who is a white straight male and you hear us talking about the black experience, you're like, oh, hmm, I haven't thought about that. It was the same thing hearing uh, this panel of LGBTQ speakers talk about their experience. I mean, he had a gay man who was a drag queen, a bisexual Latino woman, a trans woman, and then I think there was an older uh, male who's a gay gentleman from Los Angeles. And he was kind of talking about how things have changed like we're 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 still on our way up and interesting enough he brought up a point about this this last election a lot of people on the panel were saying their first time voting was for Barack Obama like many of us mm-hmm. um in 2008 they were able to vote for their first president it was Barack Obama and that experience has kind of shaped us in a way right so this last election was particularly difficult for us because it was just 
a letdown on so many levels. Like, we still had a chance for progress with Hillary, but I heard a lot of people saying, and I think I felt like this at one point, but then I was like, no, Hillary's cool, um, but that you're choosing between the lesser of two evils. And he said, which I thought maybe you will think this is interesting too, he, that every single election before Barack Obama felt like that, that you were just choosing between the lesser of two evils for your entire life. So I'm like, wow, that's... A kind of a good point. That's something I never even stopped to think about. Like the people that didn't have an opportunity to vote for somebody who reflected who th- who they felt they were on the inside to be able to elect a candidate that you genuinely trusted. So for that, I feel blessed. So th- that was a good takeaway from that. It had nothing to do with <laughs> the subject matter of the panel. But <laughs> I just, I encourage you to go to Kiss and Tell Live if you have the opportunity to listen to uh, Jace, Shar, and Kendall on Kiss and Tell Radio. They have a, a podcast as well. And we, um, we enjoy them and we support them and we're rooting for them. So check them out. Also, while Justin was away this weekend, I had this dream that, and I'm sick, by the way. So sometimes when I'm sick, my dreams are like crazy. And you've been sick for two damn weeks. And then she had the audacity to breathe on my face because she was upset that we were taking too long to record this episode. He's taking breath. That was rude. I apologize. Can we talk about that? I wish I could take it But see, y'all always, I always get broadcasted as just this this big jerk. But you're going to blow your sick, germy breath. It was just in my, my last, but you've been That doing was like the kid with boogers in, in the third grade, like flicking boogers <laughs> like, at kids. Like, you would never do that. It's just not, like, it what are you doing? It wasn't a big blow. I just went like, no, it's, it's, it's just, still rude. It's, what I you, apologize. What are you doing? It wasn't the right thing to do. But it's, you were, you had to realize I was at my wits end. Justin was annoying me on purpose. And it started because I ran into our lamps here. And it, like, poked me in my side. And it genuinely hurt. And Justin said to me, what did you say? I said, that was, that was smart. Yeah, you said, that was smart. Instead of like, are you okay? So he just, he and he was doing thing after thing. So yes, eventually I blew in his face. It wasn't nice. I apologize. Germs are bad. And I really don't want you to get sick. But I honestly think you already have, or had what I have right now. I'm not, that's not, that's besides the point. I'm just, okay, whatever. I'm just saying. Back to, back to your adventures while <laughs> I was to out of town. Adventures. So I had this dream, which is so appropriate now, that Justin left me at the altar, <laughs> like straight up left and I was devastated I was running after him and he jumped in the ocean to get away with me and swam away to like a hotel and I like was like that's how y'all know it was a dream because my black ass ain't jumping in nobody's ocean and swimming to anywhere but that's how desperate you were you unless were trying I can to get see away. my feet in the crystal blue waters okay no it wasn't like that yeah, but you were nope. just frantic like get away and you were like I just can't I just can't so and I, I woke up so sad and I was like I need to be a better wife so I went to Costco that day in the grocery <laughs> store and I, I got all this stuff I was like we're gonna be healthy I'm gonna take like our family health by the way maybe, maybe you need to have these dreams more often no <laughs> no but I was like I'm gonna clean up and not that's all a good wife does but I was just you know I know Justin enjoys a clean space I know he enjoys a nice meal. So I, I decided to tackle all these things while being sick and not the best idea because um, I'm still not better. But, yeah, I did some meal prep. We had some overnight oats that Justin did not like Well, because I forgot you to, forgot tell, you to, to tell me granola. to put granola in. You forgot me to tell me how to stir it or that I was supposed to stir it. I was like, well, this is real bland. Right. It tastes like milk and oats. 
<laughs> well, that's not even. Like, does that even milk. sound good? It's almond milk. Actually, I thought it was sweet because of the almond milk. But anyway, there was I did no that. Sweetness. I meant like this kale salad that Justin also felt was bland. <laughs> Everything's bland. But I'm trying to. I I told them we're gonna have to start at at the bottom, right? And and kind of figure out what we like. Start with the basics and then build upon it, but keep it healthy. It's going to take a while. It is It is going to take a minute, but I do appreciate it because I do want to start eating more healthy. Joy has a violent reaction to everything that's not anything. My stomach, yeah, so gets mad. She's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, this isn't water. My stomach hurts. So, yeah. so it's just been an ongoing process forever. So I'm okay with it. And I, but I've told her, like, I'm not going to drive this ship, like, at all. No chance in yeah. hell. So, so, I'm, she, I'm the so she took it, I, and I appreciate I'm it. The captain. Your now. kale salad was good, it, but it was like kale and quinoa. Like who's just it was eating kale, kale and quinoa? Quinoa, green onions, but the dressing was basil, pepper, olive oil, and apple cider vinegar. As I told, it just needed it needed some type of nuts, whether it was almonds, I agree sunflower with you. seeds. But I drew needed, the line at the nuts. Nuts are so expensive. But it also needed some fresh tomatoes, so it's good. We're, but I, 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 like I, I appreciate I appreciate you putting this together. And now I'll just add my suggestions. That dressing was on point, though. Yeah, it was really good. So, so, we're, so we're, fresh dressing. We're getting there, and then but we it have, took hours. You and guys. we have dinner tonight that she made some type of orzo pasta. Yeah, that probably orzo has all pasta, vegetables, spinach, tomatoes. And then, but this does have chicken stock, which I'm not the hugest fan of, just because the it's so hugest. Uh, sorry, the biggest. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, leave me alone. Bigly, <laughs> is that what you're gonna say next? Bigly, damn. See, see what happens. You got people who can't speak oh, proper on the airwaves, twenty four seven. Do not speak to me <laughs> about making up words. I'm, I'm guilty. You're I, so guilty. But see, I, the, the way I do it. Because you just said, you know what? There, I'm not even going to throw you under the bus. This is this is me respecting you on our podcast. But after, I'm going to tell you something you said wrong that has been bothering me since you said it, but I didn't correct you. So, was, was it on a public platform? You just did it like 10 minutes ago, oh, but I damn. let it go. Damn. I'm like, that was wrong. That was wrong. Hopefully <laughs> you guys didn't catch it. Look, I forgot. <laughs> so you're king of making up words. I'm so mad that you decided. <laughs> That that was your moment to that call was me my, out. That was my moment. You're like, I have a group text with my friends, and I I, cor- I don't correct people's grammar on text, because I think that's rude, and it looks passive-aggressive. But if you're in front of me, I don't want you to sound dumb. So I do, I, I tend to correct people, hopefully when we're in an intimate setting, not when we're amongst people, right? But I have a tendency to say like, oh, it's this a word. tendency, not this word. Yes, but I'm getting better because I, I realize that maybe that's not the best thing to do either. But I just want to correct you when it happens so that when you're in front of somebody who may be able to make a difference in your life. Right. That you're not you don't sound crazy by saying things like bigly. <laughs> so anyway, I said or like conversate. Oh, somebody said conversate on the uh, well, I won't put them on blast, but somebody said conversate. And somebody else gave a side eye because I was like, ugh, this person needs a friend who tells them that the word is converse, not conversate. Like, that's not that's Th- not that's a not thing. Word. So that's what I'm here for. Like, that's the kind of friend that I think everyone needs. That's somebody. what friends so, are but for. But you need to put me on blast on the podcast. I will put you on blast. <laughs> you put me on blast all the time. I do. So I got my one moment and I'm taking it. I do. But that's what I was saying. My friends... On on the text message, they like to correct me because they're like, oh, grammar police. It doesn't work in text message. Yes, it's not the same. It, it does. The one thing you're allowed to say is your. If I mess up my your, then fine. Or there. 
Okay. Or here. Sometimes, for some odd reason, I type in here, H-E-A-R, for H-E-R-E. I have no idea why I do it. It's just default. Well, it looks like your default is set incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, it sure Get is. Get your life together. But anyway, so I did some meal prep. Justin left me at the altar. And <laughs> then I asked him, I said, hey, um, babe, I said, do you ever feel like, why did you marry me? And what did you say? I said, no, I don't. And he answered, you know, honestly, right? That was the truth? That was the truth. Okay. <laughs> because the moment I asked it, if you don't know this about me, I try not to ask questions that I don't want to know the answer to. And the minute I asked it, I was like, why did I ask that? Why? <laughs> it was a trick question because had he said yes, my feelings would have been hurt. Like, why Why would I even say yes, though? Like, why would I, even because if that was the if answer? If it were the truth, are you wouldn't tell me the truth? No. Uh, I would tell you the truth. <laughs> well, this is why you shouldn't ask me questions that you don't want to know the answer to. Because if I had ever felt that way and you asked me, I would tell you yes. But I, but I feel like if I was, if I had those thoughts, like, we would have to sit down and have a conversation. Like, okay, look, like, this is not working out well. Ugh, like this is. I would be devastated. This is a struggle. Like I don't, I'm not going to just sit there and be like, okay, let me just sit in misery. Granted, in my vows and in my speech, I said that I'm, there's no exit doors. Right. So we're going so to have to figure. So we would have to work. We would have to figure it out. But, but we would have had. Would have let me know. Yes, we would have been addressed right. this subject. Like, okay, look, right. something, something ain't right. So you don't ever have a moment you're like, should I have gotten married? It's not even specifically. No, like, to it's me. not. No, it's not those moments uh, at all. I question all the time. Like, I just have those moments like. Ugh. Yeah, see, I question whether or not I made a good decision, but I always come to yes. But it, but that's just my natural. I assess everything constantly. That's just my. That is my. Yeah, setting, see, right? I, I I typically don't get there. It's like when you open just open Pandora's box, and you just might discover some shit that you don't want to. But discover. see, I don't let so it I, go get I mean, to Pandora's mm-hmm. box. It's like neatly filed away. It's like okay, here's my January check in, my February check in, my ne- March check in, like neatly filed <laughs> away. Yeah. <laughs> Joy's brain is neatly filed away. My brain is neat. Oh, my Your brain is Shandor's box, but outwardly is expressed as mess on my part and organization on yours. But, yes, I think my brain is, like, my brain is pretty functional, I think. Okay. (laughs) You cannot sit up here and tell me your brain is neatly (laughs) functional and you just live in a complete world of chaos. I can't accept that. Not for traditional things, but when it comes to, like, relationship maintenance, yes. Okay. That's fair. That is fair. But like bills, no. I'm like, where did I put that thing? <laughs> I mean, it just happened yeah. today. Yeah. No, no, no. I've been asking for a week right, for you yeah, to call for fair. our renter's insurance. Got an email. I was like, okay, can you follow up with this? I don't know what's going on here. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. 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 I'm doing the finances today. I said, oh, this never got charged. Can you call? Oh, they called me today when I was at the doctor. Well, they called. I called them back. <laughs> it's all taken care of now, so you can't be mad. Uh, that's problem true. solved. I appreciate it. You know what the problem is? Sometimes my procrastination isn't the worst thing ever, so then I keep procrastinating. So that's not What it. do you mean your procrastination is not the worst thing ever? Well, because, How does that even make sense? Well, because I got away with, right, not paying that for a week. And I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying that I, it, I just I didn't call it. And it's not that it was rewarded, but there was not really any harm in the end. Okay. That's fair. So, and it, it, it enforces bad habits. But I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying is I need to, I don't want to say that I need to stop getting away with things either because I don't want to put that in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's an issue that I'm working on. Did any of you guys watch the Grammys last night? I didn't. I just <laughs> waited till they were done. And then I went on CBS.com and just looked at all the performance videos and I let Twitter kind of fill in the rest for me. It was good. Beyonce, clowning. 
per usual, just pregnant and on point. She looks great. I appreciate that because I kind of didn't expect her to do much, and I know a lot of people were worried about Coachella. But, I mean, if she does something like that, she, she still But she wasn't on, moving. But Beyonce is like a performer. Right, but she, but she kept, still put on but she the still, show. Yeah, she did stuff on her show. Yeah. Whoever does her visuals. Impress- that chair leaning don't. back. I was just like, okay. And then she didn't even break a, didn't even break a sweat. Just no. like, mm, I'm just going to lay all the way back here like yeah. nothing's happening. And I come back to life. She's cooking two babies. She deserves it. She She's really clowning. does. But I think, like, I thought she would maybe take a seat. I, I don't know how far along she is or anything, but mm. she's not stopping. So Nobody knows. Kudos to Beyonce. And also, big ups to Adele for being so gracious about her win. I think Adele also deserves all the Grammys. She's, her voice is just. But come on. Beyond. 25 was not better than Lemonade. No, I like it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not even nothing to discuss. There's nothing to talk about. Right. There's I nothing actually to talk really about. enjoyed 25, too, though. I enjoyed both albums. What Lemonade think, did from a social standpoint, literally the world stopped. Right. When that came. We watched that visual album and then immediately recorded an episode that, for this podcast. And that and that is true. So like that, I, it was I, a complete shit. Everyone across the world was like, wait, that was buzzing for right. months. Right. Right. Adele's 25 sounds the same as 23, which sounds the same as 21, which sounds the same as 19. There's she no got an album called 17, 15, <laughs> no. 13, and 11. No. I'm not saying I, she's not talented, but come on. No, but that's I, I appreciate that Adele gave her own Kanye West moment to herself. <laughs> she did. <laughs> and she said, I'm going to let me finish, but Beyonce had the best album this year. So, And she said... She said Lemonade was her album of the year. So I, I and that this album did a lot for her friends and for her black friends. And I I thought that was really cool of her to say. Yeah, no, it was it was nice of her to say, but I just like I don't understand. Like whoever votes for the Grammys, who decides the winners are, it gets your life. Like I Right. And I'm not out here. I mean on it's the, a board. On it's the just beehive, like, any like other. screaming. It's 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 not there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, I think there's like, like there's nothing to talk about. The people's choice is where that, like, that was just wrong. Yeah. Just, just wrong. Period in the story. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I I have a hard time. Like, if 25 were trash, you know, I would be like, all right, clearly. But 25 wasn't trash. So it's like, I don't want to take away from Adele, so which is why, I, if anything, I want to. I can't speak upon what happened in that boardroom when they were voting or whatever. We all know that there are issues within <laughs> the industry, right, on, on all ends. You know, we're expected to put on a hat, grab a cane, and sing a song and dance, right? And then at the end of the day... Thank you for your service. Right, and that's like it. There's no big win, no anything. So there's not much to show for it. And we are making strides in that area. Shout out to Chance the Rapper. Yeah, and that's a, it's Chance won big. Three you know? Grammys? I think he won three Grammys last night. Independent artist said, no, I'm not signing with a label, and I'm clowning. Then he right. took him to church. Declared the Lord's name on right. a public platform and said, "Say something, Several Chicago, times. on my back." Yeah, I like that he was not ashamed to share his At all. love of the Lord. I really testimony on that. full display. Yeah, and then took him to church. Yeah, like and said, "You got something else to say? Too damn bad." Yeah, he was not. I'm shy on my about own. It. I love that. I but he's not. That's what he said. I, that's basically what his speech was like. God did this, and my team did this. I, yeah. I wasn't on my well, own. Well, definitely when I say not on my own, you know I get extremely frustrated and annoyed with anyone who says self-made. So when right. I say own, I'm just, you're right. not in the he restrictions and the confines of a label. 
Right. Because there's no such thing as self-made. And if you believe yourself as self-made, you just shut the hell up. You're so eloquent today, baby. Thank you. I try. <laughs> I do what I can. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired. I just got to be direct today. Yeah. Yeah, I had a long weekend. I was in Oakland. Worked a lot. Then I had to come back. Worked this morning. So I'm sleepy. When yeah. I'm sleepy, I get real direct. Is that what, so you're sleepy all the time? No. What you're saying? <laughs> You spend most of your time sleeping. Not, not always. Just in in this spe- in this specific moment, I am. All right, and it's good. good. And it is Valentine's Day. It's a day of love. So hopefully, I won't hurt too many feelings when we talk about Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is the most overrated holiday in the United States. Yeah. Period. Well, yeah, it got, it is. I'm trying to think of another holiday that gets overly hyped, but I can't say Christmas or Thanksgiving. No, so Valentine's like, I. But and Valentine's I, Day does have a lot of hype. Va- like, what is the like? What is the hype about Valentine's Day? When I was eight or like ten, when you would go ahead and sign up the little carnations and right. have your parents pay for them, like, oh, let me send it to my little fifth grade crush, which I did used to do every year, and I was always turned down. See, that's what happens when you're the only brother in an all white school. Just nobody was messing with you. Right, I had that so issues I, too, and maybe maybe they stem from being the only I got little y'all. chocolate drop in the classroom because. I remember. I never got, never got caught, never would get chocolates, nothing. I just remember See? that I didn't get the same amount of cards. Like people would have all kind of shit. So many, you know, those little Valentine's Day cards that you make for the entire class. I somehow came up short every, every year. Every year, you just sit there and be like, damn. And like people have piles. Where, where's my carnation deliveries yeah. at? Where's my good heart candy? You know how there was the chalky one, and then there right. was the high quality one. I used to always get the chalky ones, no high quality. Well, actually, it's funny. Maybe that's what happened. See, Valentine's Day was overrated I a long time ago. Middle school messed me up. I, well, yeah. I had a Valentine in high school, and I remember I was excited about this. Was I had a boyfriend in high school, too, for a while, but this is before then. Or was it, I don't know when that was. Anyway, it was. I was like, you had a Valentine and a boyfriend? How did no, he respond to that? No, no, no. It was. I don't think I had the boyfriend yet, or I can't remember what year it was. Maybe we were on a break or something. Who knows? I don't think I really did those, though, either. I can't remember how it worked. <laughs> Don't ask me. My 10-year reunions this year, I don't remember everything. Uh, that's why I remember so many things. Anyway, a friend and I agreed, like, okay, we'll, we'll be Valentine's. And I thought that meant, like, he's going to send me the flower thing, which I was excited about. And he did. And then later, like, he, we, we planned to meet up after class or during class or something. And I thought we were just going to, like, hang out. Like, not even, like... I wasn't even attracted to this guy. I just liked him as a friend. And I thought, oh, how sweet. He asked me if he was Valentine. And he expected me to hook up with him in the bathroom. 100%. What? You're like for a carnation? I'm, no. When you ask somebody, come on. When you ask, will you be my Valentine? I just want to be your friend. Yeah. At, at 14, 15? Yeah. You, oh, you're not. I, I'm not that naive. No, no. You were definitely that naive if you thought that that was his intention. Uh, like Sierra said, not my goodies. I'm sorry. Like for <laughs> now, a, not for a carnation. Now but. look, I'm not saying that that's wrong, but if if you looked and said, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm surprised that he wanted to make out with me." Right. Like I'm not asking Nan Body to be my I Valentine to, to just sit here and be like, "Doot doot." Right. Well, that's why you didn't get any Valentine. 
party. Yeah, nobody that's was trying to hook nobody up. Nobody trying to hook up with me. That's what I'm saying. When you're the only brother in all white school. It was just you were getting played, especially at 10, 11, 12. Nobody was. You were trying with to me. hook up in middle school? Definitely. Dang, I was just like in dance class, not paying attention to that at all. No, I, I missed all that. I didn't. I miss never none even played seven minutes in heaven. Did you play that? Of game? course. Did, and you was like the full seven minutes. Hundred. And you just make out the whole time. Yeah, of course. Like you just go in the closet and make out. You just have to have some fun. You don't think that that's disgusting? <laughs> oh, making out is is now is the worst. Right, and that's what I'm saying. And, to and just think about off, your tongue right now is just sick. <laughs> Ooh, gosh. <laughs> don't be disgusted by my tongue. Yeah. Be disgusted by the seventh grade tongue that you would. Well, you were also in seventh grade. Let's clarify. Exactly. But I'm just saying, think about the germs that you had. Like you've probably had candy all day. You probably only brush your teeth like once a day, like three times a week. <laughs> no, false. Because you're like I grew up, in a, grew up in a black household. Right. Brush your teeth every morning. We get slapped in the head, just right. like you had to go ahead and, and brush your hair every day, like right. folks nowadays just rolling out of the bed and going play. What the hell? Did you walk past a mirror? Like, who raised you? Just go, like this I is what this is what's wrong with the world. My I'm brother you. didn't brush his teeth once. Or maybe we both did. I don't remember. We were young. And my dad whipped a U-turn so fast. He said, did you guys brush it? Maybe he smelled breath. Yeah. He whipped that car around like, it's like It's just not home. acceptable. Are you going to let your child walk out the house with their teeth not brushed, their hair not combed, Stay gay. clothes wrinkled? Uh, who, who raised I had, you? I who who like lives five, like that? Yeah. But anyway, Valentine's Day. Overrated. Um, Personally, I think Valentine's Day, you have an obligation to celebrate like your first couple of years in a relationship. I will agree with that. But I don't think it needs to be like this all out thing. And then there are some people who are like, I refuse to celebrate Valentine's Day. It's like, no, I mean, I think you have to acknowledge the day. It is the day of love and and to just not acknowledge it. Because it's rude. It is ridiculous. Yes, it's been forced upon our throats. Yes. So I was like, I, I still say that it's overrated. Yeah. But it's like, okay, I'm going to acknowledge it, and, and that's what it is. On our first Valentine's Day, I went and bought some candy and a little a little dancing bear. Dancing bear. Look out, and I baby. snuck it, yeah. here And I, I snuck into your dorm room. Yeah, while I, I was in the shower. While you are in the shower, and I put the, the little Snickers all across your bed, and I had the card yeah, and the put bear. the bear there, and that was it. Yeah, and it was, and, and, it was, really and you really enjoyed it. Like that. that was that was it, and yeah. that's the extent as far as far as Valentine's Day has ever gone in the what nine years? Is this nine or ten? This I think is this our is our tenth. tenth. Yeah, tenth Valentine's Day, and I didn't buy any chocolates this year. I didn't buy any bear. This is my first year not buying you a stuffed animal. You buy me a stuffed animal every year. <laughs> Which is sweet, they're, you But guys, they're just right? so it's cute. Like you know, you go ahead and buy a little car, you see a little bear holding a heart, a little monkey holding a heart. They're just so damn cute. So it's not even the fact like, oh, I'm going to go buy you one. I just, they just look you at me. You end up getting And I smile at them and I just say, I'm going to buy you. Which is really nice. But I have these nine various animals <laughs> holding hearts that I have nothing to, I don't know what to do with them. Like, what do I do with them? You can them? dispose of them. No, and then I feel guilty because my... my You're a reformed hoard, hoarder, oh, though. Yes, exactly. My hoarder tendencies make me want to keep them. So you can keep them because you're... Ref- or you can dispose of them because you're reformed. But I have a hard time, so I'm just saying don't do it to me anymore. Okay, and this is how bad it's getting now. We were together when we bought our Valentine's Day cards. Yes. In the year. same store together. Yeah. I was like, babe, you go over there. 
No, you were originally against No, I didn't want, it. yeah, I was against it. I was like, really? I was like, I'm getting your card while I'm here because we were in CVS. I had to get some medicine because, again, sickness. And I'm, I saw the Valentine's Day cards. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get this while I'm here because tomorrow I'm probably going to be laid up in the bed. So let me just get this. And I'm, actually, and I'm glad that you did because at yeah. first I was like, no, let me not buy it while you're with me. But then I'm glad you did because I didn't do a damn thing no. today and didn't, and did not at all want to But we go did the out, same so thing with out. our anniversary cards, yeah. too. We got our cards. Like a shame. the day of. <laughs> Is our is our ro- is our our romance ridiculous? We're is tragic, it reckless? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like damn, really love Jay's like y'all just ha- just have none of the spice, huh? But we've talked about like what romance is to us, and I think a lot of what romance is to me is in our friendship. Agree. Like I like that I can be honest, and I don't have to like try to sneak and get you like a Valentine's Day card. I like that I can say hey. Let's get cards. Or, yeah. you know, I like that. I, I just, it takes the pressure off. I don't think there need to, needs to be pressure when it comes to days like your anniversary or Valentine's Day because it's some, it's not like Christmas, right? Or it, Christmas isn't just about gifts, but it, it is a, a large part of Christmas is that you're going to surprise somebody with a gift. And it's, it's uh, it, the day is for that, but for Valentine's Day and your anniversary, the day is about the love that you share, and I think a huge part of our relationship is our friendship. And so. you know, you know what's also interesting is I've known people who will celebrate Valentine's Day, but when it comes to their anniversary, like not even when they're married, you know, people always say you celebrate your dating anniversary like it's one year, two year, you're yeah. not even married, and people look at you crazy. Right. Is that we always celebrated our yearly anniversary yeah. you go out to a nice dinner yeah. but then i know people who won't do that but then celebrate the hell out of valentine's day and i was just like i'm so oh, you're con- i was like i'm so confused like <laughs> you celebrate this day that really means nothing between the two of you guys but because it's forced down your throat you're going to celebrate it but right. then when you have this special and unique day that is just, just about, about you, you two, two yeah. you're like oh forget about it. it's just another day yeah, i'm just okay well that, right. i don't and know if that makes sense overpriced on valentine's day like even even the regular Everything. flowers, because I love to have flowers in the house, and I get like that, like, well, I'll get the three ninety nine to seven ninety nine <laughs> bouquet, right? Like whatever is available. And now this week is week. probably what fourteen ninety nine exactly. to twenty five. Exactly. I was like, well, no fresh flowers this week because it's ridiculously expensive. They just mark them up for no reason other than it's Valentine's Day, so they know people are going to be buying flowers. There's chocolate strawberries everywhere, and it's like four fifty a strawberry. Like. Wh- yeah. Where do they do that? Yeah. I, it's like it's, it's crazy. It's, it is. It's reckless. It is so reckless. But I, I, I will say to to your point that you mentioned earlier, I do think you need to acknowledge it. Your first yeah, few years, you just say, "Hey, like this is cute. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's a card. Here's right. some chocolates. Here's a little kiss. You know, r- rub your back. Right. Get, get the kinks out, and we're good. Right. But it's like the full scale. You like want if a you back rub? like you feel the full <laughs> pressure. Like I'm, I had one of my friends was like. Man, like I don't know what to do with Valentine's Day. Like had like the full sweat, and I'm just like, bro. Like, but it's their first year. It I've is their first never year. thought about Valentine's Day this hard. But you don't need even to do, in like, our first. Year, but even in our first year, like, I, I and it was perfect. I'll always remember it. There were Snickers. There's all it was. Snickers, the on, Snickers the on the bed. A little barn, and I, yeah, I, this and goes back to it. Just goes. It's the idea. It's like, okay, this was cute. You thought about it. Okay, special. Well, and well, like it was to go cute out. because you set it up, too. Like, yeah, wow, like that's the, the point of it. Like It's supposed to be just like this little cute, fun day. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be a pressure-filled, oh, no, my gosh, this obligation. Yeah, yeah, at all. Like yeah. Valentine's Day in comparison to our proposal date, in comparison to our wedding date, and even to our, our get-together date, which is February 22nd, which is coming 
a week later. Like those. Do you do something for that? Did we do anything for that last year? No, we just acknowledged it because we were married. Okay, so it's like happy. So it's like hey, happy old anniversary. I was like, okay, we actually yeah. have two dates. Like I, I like our proposal date. I think we go to breakfast every day, or we in try July. to in, in July. July. Yeah. And then of course we always celebrate our wedding our date. So we're just gonna keep celebrating milestones in our relationship. It's good, but like those yeah. are the things that should be celebrated like, yeah. when you, you've made accomplishments together. Like okay, hey, this is Valentine's Day. It's just right. like count. It just it's what does it do? And there's just no connection there to your relationship. I agree. But, I mean, for those of you who are out here going to celebrate, you guys are making elaborate plans. Have fun. Yeah. Well, I suggest. We'll be inside. I <laughs> want to suggest that you cook dinner. Like, I, I really, I am vehemently disagree with <laughs> anyone who thinks that they it's a good idea to go out to dinner on Valentine's Day. And I like, but see, that's the that's the romance. You know, that's the, a romantic little thing. Yeah. So, okay, I made you lasagna nice that one year. You did. And yeah. I appreciated that. Came home, I was like, okay, it was cool. And Joy did it. It's usually a, a man-driven holiday. Yeah. Like, the man does this for the woman. So it was nice to be on the receiving end of that. And I was like, well, wow. I think that's the other thing this I have nice. a, a problem with. It's not a very even holiday. Like, I don't feel like women are busting their butts for their men. At all. I think it's more of like, spoil me as the woman. Which, again, to each their own. But we're not a fan of in our relationship. Yeah, (laughs) because I told Justin, which this might sound high maintenance to some people, I 100% want a push gift. Because that's not something you do all the time. I plan to do it two to three times. And for those of you who don't know, a push gift is when you have a child. You yeah, because I definitely had to together, ask. You push, right? I was like, what, what is a push And it's gift? like a nice gift. And I said, you can consider this in lieu of being able to skip Valentine's Day for all these years. Like, I get three really nice gifts so, no, no, for no. pushing your children so you out of my that. vagina. You can't say that. You can just <laughs> say you want a push gift. When you're saying, well, I gave, what you're trying to say is like, well, I gave you a no, pass no, on Valentine's no. Day. No, I'm no, being no, no, silly no. with that. But I'm just saying, like, that's my one quote unquote high maintenance thing is that I genuinely do. Now, if we, if we really can't afford it or it's like, you know, it's not wise to do that right now, then we won't do it. We'll skip it. And but, you'll just complain and pout and have an attitude and have something to say. So I'm going to have to get you a push gift. It's not every day you carry a child around for like, you know, nine to ten months and then push them out your vagina or get them cut out of your stomach so either way <laughs> it's gonna be hard work and i deserve a present so uh, and maybe and the, the present will be the baby <laughs> but they're gonna be sucking on my boobs for like ever like you know like that's god willing you know that every all that all those processes uh work out correctly Ooh, question for you i just received this speaking of uh sucking on breast (laughs) Um, this is a weird preface but a friend of mine asked if you were breastfeeding your child Mm -hmm. and i left my baby with her and she was also breastfeeding would it be okay if she breastfed (laughs) my baby with her breast milk like would that be cool (laughs) i was like no Unless it is emergency. I'm like laid up in the hospital and it's the only nutrients you can get my baby. And my other friend was like, yeah, no. Like, why would you not have a bottle? She's like, so many things would have to go wrong before that was even an option. But like, don't just stick your boob in my kid's mouth. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Would you be okay with that? Like, could you imagine seeing some other woman? I, I mean, it's a friend. I'll I tell didn't, you. I didn't even. Like, I didn't even have an answer to that because in my mind, I was like, "Well, I mean, if the, if the nutritional value is the same, like, what's the big deal?" But then I was just like, "But that's strange <laughs> that my son or my daughter is sucking on another woman's nipples." But right. 
I don't know. I didn't. Ha- I don't really have. I didn't have an answer to that. That's just a right. real strange moment. But to your point, like there's a lot of logical steps that can happen before then. Yeah, it's like why you put your boobie, your boobie in my kid's mouth, and it's not even like it's sexualized. That's strange on a. That's it's, strange on a lot of different levels. It's just weird. I think it's because it's one of the most <laughs> intimate things you can do for your child, right? Like I am nourishing are nourishing my child from my body so for somebody else to nourish your child from their body yeah, i'm just it's real like strange yeah i'm not into it <laughs> i'm not into it that's so. strange as and hell. i have no idea what made her ask but uh, did you ever see the movie the hand that rocks the cradle no okay so this movie is like basically about a babysitter gone wild and in the movie the woman finds a breast pump and basically the woman had been nursing the babysitter had been nursing the baby that she was babysitting. That's wild. Yeah, I mean a bunch of other crazy things too. She was, she was. Well, hopefully your Valentine's uh, Day doesn't consist of that. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. That's, I mean, an excellent question to ask around your girlfriends. Just go ahead and ask. That's I think strange. It, it was an interesting conversation. For, it's not even anything I ever thought about. Well, yeah, it has, and I was like, and for me, and maybe it's different because I'm. I won't be best breastfeeding our child, so <laughs> I don't won't, have. Baby? How rude! Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, so I don't, I'm disconnected a little bit from that emotional component, but it's but just. But you were sitting it's just there, strange. and a friend and now of if ours I was just there, whipped nah, out their boob nah. to feed our baby because I went to the grocery store nah, and the like, baby was crying. Nah, you better like, give her some milk. You better right, give her some milk. Right. It's just it's strange. It's yeah, I don't want to see. No. Yeah, I don't want to see that. She's gonna laugh when she hears this because I didn't even tell her like I'm gonna talk about that. <laughs> I just thought that was... That's interesting. Speaking of well, Valentine's Day and babies and push gifts. <laughs> nipple licking. Yeah. We'll just add that on top. Gotta love the month of love, right? Breastfeeding, baby. Yeah, breastfeeding. What did I say? Nipple <laughs> licking? Nipple licking. <laughs> look, what is hey. wrong with you? really are tired. <laughs> no, no. That, uh, look, same, same thing. You gotta let the nipples to breastfeed. So you call it what you want. No. I'm not going to call it that. And I don't want you to call I'm it that not either. Gonna, I'm not going to call it that. Hey. Yeah, Joy's at home uh, with the baby. They're nipple licking. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, we're having a hard time with the nipple licking. You know, not quite. We are too much. Yeah. We are we are getting out of here. I yeah. hope you guys enjoy your Valentine's Day, yes. whether it is over the top and ridiculous. Yeah. Good for you, or if it's low-key and simple, nice little cards, chocolates, maybe a little stuffed animal, that works too. But chill out. Like, it's not that bad. Either way, we hope you're enjoying your day of love and that every day is a day of love for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. As always, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And, of course, share it with your friends. And, as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. We'll see you next Tuesday.